Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast that is almost done with Avengers versus X-Men. Gary, I'm 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 ready to be done. <laughs> I got Late say. at the end of the tunnel. I uh, I yep. know we're getting close. Uh, we only have a few more sessions left, but uh, after after this batch of issues, like now that things are starting to get a little uh, like the X Men are Breaking Bad, like specifically, I I am checking out of this pretty hardcore. Like I I don't know, it's, man. How, how are you feeling? How are you how are you feeling about this? It's a it, there's there's it's unsatisfying to me because I still feel like uh, if the Avengers hadn't done anything everything might've been gone fine, mm-hmm. you know? And there have been a couple nods towards that idea, but it's never been explored. It's like the Avengers knew the X-Men would break bad because the writers knew that's what they were going to make the X-Men do. Yeah. You know, not because the characters would know. Uh, and now that they're just cartoonishly evil, I'm stuck in this position where it's like, yeah, I guess got to stop them. You know, <laughs> like they, they turned really cartoonishly evil. I mean, for who knows how much time has passed, you know, you just been pushing them, but it's a, it is weirdly unsatisfying. And, and somebody, it feels like somebody at the heart of this hates fucking Cyclops. I, Cause I, he ends up in jail at the end of this. He's, he's, he's a bad guy at the end of this. This is turning Cyclops into a villain. And like, uh, it's, it's, I mean, and the whole thing, I think having all of the X-Men break like this bad, uh, and mm-hmm. it, cause there's, there's even like moments of like, well, do I actually want to kill people? Like, yes, I do. I want to kill people. And I'm like, okay, like obviously like they're 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 being they're you know taken over by the phoenix force but at the same time like you're really gonna make colossus like have this internal fight about killing people like i know the phoenix force is bad but like what are we really doing here we we had that horrible uh date rape colossus yeah that session like you're you're just you're yeah you're uh and you know both those issues written by jason aaron uh that guy does not like colossus that's um no uh it's it's just yeah it's it's very strange uh to me it ends up feeling a little bit unsatisfying. What I think I was thinking about it, um, it's got uh, early on not having the internal perspective of the the Phoenix Five. I think was really good. Um, I think we should have been slowly lit in on that, or there yes. should have been like a mini series that was from like Cyclops's perspective or something, because being on the outside and watching them break bad, it all feels very sudden. Yes. You know, uh, and uh, what you needed was the characters wrestling with that and justifying it to themselves more than just saying out loud, like I want to kill, you know, in just like the most ham handed way. It ends up being pretty disappointing. Like I think that overall, uh, you know, I can see how this is going to end. I know what happens after this. Um, I think I generally, I think this crossover, if I'm judging on pass fail, you know, uh, the, the main event without, and some of the tie-ins pass like a, sure. you know, not, mm-hmm. not a bad time reading these comics. It is just uh, not living up to its potential. Yeah. Um, which is kind of Marvel event dot text. Yeah. And I feel like that's definitely the thing. Like you have, you've got a bunch of different writers that all have bu- a bunch of different things uh, that they want to do with these characters. And it just all becomes kind of a, a weird mess because it's all predetermined. Like we, we all sat in a room and decided what was going to happen. And now we're going back and filling in the, these spots. And so you don't really have a lot of room to, to do anything interesting or, I mean, there's been interesting stuff in here. Um, I, I I, I just I keep I, I keep coming back to this just feeling like totally and I know they're possessed by a cosmic force but I just it just feels totally out of character for like everybody involved yeah um, like there's a moment in here where Emma Frost is like forcing mutants to kneel before her with her mental powers and I'm yes and I and I just like I'm looking at that and I'm going like 
I feel like Emma of all people would have the the strength of will enough to to be able to try to fight some of this off. And I know it gets worse as they get powered up, as it's the, you know they're not sharing the Phoenix Force. But at the same time, like I'm like, dude, this this just feels bad. Like this just yeah. feels yucky. Like even for like a quote unquote villain like Emma. So Emma Emma is uh, willful, and Emma likes mutants. Yeah, you know she would she would push through this. I think it's um and just not being able to see any of that struggle. Right. Like I'm constantly getting the feeling that there's one title in the crossover that we're not reading. <laughs> Absolutely. Where, where it <laughs> talks about all that stuff. Like there's just a through line because every time, you know, I, we take a week or two, uh, this time longer than that because we had a winter break, but we take a week or two away from the comics. I'm not reading ahead because I want to keep them fresh in memory. Mm-hmm. I go back and it always feels like when I wasn't looking, the carrot, the, the Phoenix five, it like decrepitated, like, a thousand percent while I wasn't looking. Yeah. Like it's just, it's so, it's so fucking weird. It's not going to, the issue we're talking about today, uh, Avengers Academy 33 doesn't do it to me. Like this is, this is a, like, I don't know how fascist this is going to make me sound. I'm basically on Emma's side for this. Yeah. I I don't Mm -hmm. care about this stupid robot. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I don't know. I, I like, this is trying to tug my heartstrings and I could not give less of a shit. Um, I don't really like boy and his robot stories Mm -hmm. that much. And, uh, it's a sentinel. Like I, I, you know, it's a machine. Um, Emma's right during this, but then to have her make everyone kneel, uh, before here, I do like that Cyclops is the only one that's hold. like Cyclops has the willpower to hold out and still Mm kind of be a good guy for the whole thing. And I think what they're doing is what I wanted to have be a little bit more spelled out. I think is that, uh, the Phoenix force split out among one good X-Men cyclops who is who you know who has a a strength of will and character and everything and then four of like the worst x-men it could have hit like you know emma frost used to be a villain like she's better now but she's willful but used to be a villain uh demoness magic namor who's a huge dick colossus who's possessed by Sidorak right Mm -hmm. now like ordinarily he's good and they could handle that in that stasis, but as those X-Men start picking each other off, it all gets too much for Cyclops, and that's what causes him ultimately to break bad. That's, that's solid to me. It's just weird that no one's talking about it. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? It, it kind of can feel bad. I don't need everything spelled out for me. Like that's, I think that sometimes I get accused of that on the network of like wanting everything spelled out, and it's just weird when characters are not as smart as I am, Yeah, and they're not coming to these conclusions. Like That feels bad. Well, and, and there's me. a there's a certain aspect of like show your work. I don't need things spelled out, but like if you're gonna have a character come to a conclusion, I kind of want to see, like I I have to see them experience some stuff. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, at least give me the like jacking into the matrix like montage or something. So that like I, you know instead of I know kung fu, it's like oh I know the Phoenix Force is bad. Says Cyclops as he's jacked in with by a, a guy in rags or whatever. I I don't know, man. Like yep. I this specifically this story so we're we're talking today about Avengers Academy 33 and this is uh Emma Frost um basically coming in to destroy this dude Sentinel I, I have a fondness for this like I remember reading this original thing and liking it and uh a boy and his robot Sentinel? stuff I'm, I'm I you know I'm, I'm I'm not immune to the effects and this is like kind of genuinely affecting but then they just immediately erase all consequences and I don't know, like, the Emma Frost that's yeah. in this book is so totally different than the Emma Frost that's in the mainline story. And it's just, it just doesn't, it just makes me not care at all. Like, the, the robot is totally destroyed and resurrected within two pages. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's just it, no, it, it, I can't, I didn't give him time to feel that the thing was dead because it wasn't dead for more than the turn of a page. 
And neither, neither did the character. And the art during that section is real dodgy. Uh, you know, like art is not my the most important thing to me in a comic. You know, uh, there's some still scenes in this. Uh, who is this? Who who draws this? That are fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. And then every once in a while during that section, there's some like busted ass sentinel that just looks like absolute shit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Timothy Green is the name of this guy. Um, so yeah, it's it's a weird comic. I think that the idea here. Uh, so and I have sympathy for this. Is writers who get pulled into these crossovers. They want to uh, advance their own character arcs, right? Like they don't want to just do Avengers versus X-Men shit, but they have to. Yeah. Uh, So what they wanted to do was some character advancement for Quicksilver uh, here, you know, uh, and like X-23, I think. Um, And uh, in the, uh, in the, in the pursuit of that, they ended up making a consequent consequenceless tie in issue. And that's, and that's exactly what it feels like as consequentless. And it's also just something that I keep coming back to, I think, is like the weird power level of these of the Phoenix Four at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, man. Like, if I'm Emma Frost, I just roll up and destroy the robot and leave. Like, I don't, I don't engage. I know that's not a good comic book, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You, you guys yeah, have I turned, do it while they're sleeping. Yeah, just like yeah. show up and, and, you know, snap your fingers and the robot's gone and then... You're done. Like that. There's no conversation yep. with Tigress or, <laughs> or Giant Man. Like, what is Tigra gonna tell me about this shit? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and, and like, I get the the X23, and I even get the like, you know, uh, um, Quicksilver stuff. Quicksilver. And I, they wanted yeah. to do all this stuff, but I just like I I don't know, man. I you guys converted whole like nations. You, you destroyed yeah. all of the nuclear weapons in the world, yeah, and like terra- terraformed the desert. Like, yeah. Yeah, this should, this should not present. You know, I know that they're saying like you have to go through us, and I'm like, do I really? You know, I, I, I don't. Like, yeah, actually, I don't really, yeah, I don't really think I have to go through you. I think I can go around you because fucking Phoenix Force. And again, that's something that they could show their work with, mm-hmm. right? Like Emma Frost could, if I want to round it up, I would be like, oh, Emma Frost is too uh, too arrogant. She wants to make a show of power or something like that to these students. Um, I don't want to do that work necessarily like it ends up it just ends up feeling again like if i can think of it why aren't the characters thinking of it mm-hmm. you know it's 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 a pretty frustrating comic it's not horrible we act i accidentally read the one after this because uh it, it's a it's an avx uh crossover and that one character is like god avx is still going on <laughs> um <laughs> good okay so our decision but, not to not to cover it for the podcast was good <laughs> it, it's a yeah it's it's motivated by a avx mm-hmm. uh but it's a cooler comic like it has cooler stuff going on yeah just by benefit like of it, not having to tie it into a a demigod like emma frost to come yep. in and, and like have a have an emotional moment they could just write the stuff, characters the way they want to yeah um it's a yeah it ends up being kind of a weird mixed week of this and i i, I too am ready for this to be over um we'll figure out what we're doing next but like I don't know, man. This, this will be the. I think. I think. Without even talking to you about this ahead of time, this will probably be the last like long, like fifty plus issue thing that we try to do at one time. Like I think it's just unless it's a uh, unless it's Grant Morrison's you know new X Men and it's all from one author. Uh, but the, like the crossover event stuff, like give me mainline or give me nothing or give me death. <laughs> like I'm not I'm yeah, not doing the side pieces anymore for for a while. Yeah, very, like I don't, I don't want to say never, right? But like we need a break yeah. from it. We'll do some, uh, let's, I mean, like we do do some short, let's do some 12 issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Complete storylines. Uh, 
And there's some MCU so, yeah. stuff too, because by the time we finish this, like we'll both have been able to watch um, Eternals without catching COVID. Yep. We, I don't think we've talked about. Did we talk about Black Widow? I think we did. Um, I think we did. Hawkeye and we haven't Shang-Chi. talked about Shang-Chi. Yeah, um, like yeah. We, we've got some MCU stuff to cover. I think we'll probably yeah. have one good session of MCU stuff to divide up, up with some comics, but. Um, so go watch that, yeah. everybody, and we'll probably do like a forty-five minute thing on Spider-Man at some point if I can convince. Gary yeah, Spider-Man's got to come out. If I can convince yeah. Gary to catch COVID and go watch it. <clears throat> hey, I uh, I've been looking to catch COVID. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> Boy, know. do I have a society for you? <laughs> yeah, I just uh, just going off. I'm uh, licking doorknobs out of the bus depot. You're uh, trying to make it happen. Your friend Will is spo- is just open open season on spoilers about that movie on Twitter now. So. I- yeah, I, I've been, uh, whenever I see Will talk about, uh, I was gonna about to say anything, and that's not quite true, <laughs> but, but if if he opens his mouth about anything Marvel, I immediately scan past it without reading it. There you go. Because he's just going to be grumpy about it, and I don't care to know. Um, well, let's so. get into this issue. Uh, yeah. Because I like this cover a whole lot. This is Ember Frost kind of sitting on a throne made of, uh, or sitting on the ruins of this Sentinel robot yeah. as if it were a throne. Um, holding look up. At, look at her brow. Look, look yeah, at her dude, like eyebrowless, like. <laughs> She looks like that kid from Breaking Bad. Um, she's like Todd or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, and she's like telekinetically holding up what is we're going to find out is the CPU um, that they don't it's ever hard. call the CPU. They just call it the central processing unit. And I'm like, that's yeah. we have a th- like every it's just been CPU forever. dude. Like you don't have to. Yeah. Um, it, it's also very transparent that it's shaped like a heart and has veins coming out of it and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, really dumb. So we, uh, we go to a, a flashback of Justin, our kid who owns and operates the Sentinel, arguing with his dad. Sentinel is projecting a, tel- a hologram of his dad out there, uh, who is a short king. Yes. Um, and <laughs> the, the, uh, them having an argument where the dad's like, you don't have superpowers. Come home, you idiot. Yeah. And it'd be like, no, I got a Sentinel. Um, there. And, and, I, and, and hangs up, I, I, I get this. Like me, do you, I think I've talked about this before. This is the dumbest. Like I, I have, I, this stuff kind of works on me and this is just so dumb. Like, yeah. I don't know, man, it's a killer robot. Like you've lost control over it at least once in this, in this arc. <laughs> like, yeah. I, the original Sentinel story I read and it was kind of cool because he wasn't in an X-Men context. You know, it was mm-hmm. like kind of considered to be an X-Men comic because a Sentinel was there, but he has dealt with bullies and shit. Just rubbing this in the face of X-Men uh, and stuff, I think is you know it's like a confederate flag yeah mm-hmm. like it, it, it doesn't feel that different to me in the metaphor you know not in terms of like real life seriousness or anything but in the metaphor of the the fiction mm-hmm. um he he says he wants to sleep out under the stars he lays down on top of the sentinel's chest plate which seems incredibly uncomfortable maybe he's got spine uh, problems like that curve man i bet that feel you know pop your back in a couple of different places yeah, it might you might be able to pop his back on the, yeah. the spine thing his his, the, his lower back is right on the lip of that uh yeah that's what thing. i'm saying autumn's got like expensive yeah. plastic things that she lays on to fix her back and i think this is just one of those <laughs> like yeah. it's just a very sentinel's prime directive is to provide lumbar support <laughs> 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 just on you shouldn't you should have better posture just on <laughs> complete just on just on lumbar support just on spine health uh, but uh they repeat that like you know repeat your your uh your prime directive you know i will never abandon justin no matter what and he goes it works both ways you know foreshadowing he will not abandon the uh the sentinel now that emma frost wants to kill it 
And then we jump ahead two weeks uh, to the present where our Avengers Academy team, um, a bunch of guys that we probably should know the names of that we're not going to go through all of the list of, uh, is squaring off against Emma Frost, who has arrived to destroy this machine. Um, yeah. And uh, kind of our one of our main characters, whose name I've already forgotten, uh, the robot, like, emotionless chick, um, calls Quicksilver. Yeah, Finesse. Yeah, Finesse. Uh, and yeah. calls Quicksilver is like, hey, we're being attacked. Uh, and like, and, and Quicksilver's like, by who? And he's like, oh, it's Emma Frost. She's here to destroy the Sentinel. And he's like, I don't. And Quicksilver's just like, I don't fucking care <laughs> about that, that dude. So <laughs> what? That's everything. Let her destroy it. <laughs> we should have destroyed it from the beginning. Who cares? Like, I, yeah, this is, is. It's weird yeah. that we have this thing. <laughs> yeah. Why are you calling me? Do you know I'm doing AVX? <laughs> like, <laughs> did, did you know that I'm in the main book? I'm not in the. I'm not yeah. in these fucking crossovers, dude. I'm in the main book. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, and this begins what I think is the most rhetorically weak element of this book that, that drives me nuts is every character drawing a comparison between this Sentinel. Like he's like, Hey, it was made to kill mutants, uh, you know, get rid of it. And then her being like, well, my parents were criminals and your father was Magneto. Are we tainted? Uh, and every character is doing this later. A character literally is like, Oh, they say gay people are an abomination. Miss Frost, would you kill me? And I just want to be like, you fucking nincompoop. No, yeah. it's, a they're, to- they're, it's night and day. It's a fucking Toyota. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a fucking robot. I mean, it's, it's a robot. It's a, it's a fucking, it's a Toyota Sentinel model 2014. Like, I don't like, yeah. th- there's no consciousness. There's no sentience at play. Like, yeah, your, your dad, like when Finesse says your dad, your father was Magneto. Do you feel the same way about, and he's like, no, it's a fucking Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he's right, but it's not, he's treated like he's wrong. And then he he changes his mind and it's infuriating. Uh, and it, it's, it's so frustrating too, because it's, I want Emma Frost or someone to be like, listen, we live in a world with sentient robots. We're not talking about the vision. Like we're not talking about danger. Like there are sentient robots. This just isn't one. Yeah. You know, this is anthropomorphizing. <laughs> yeah. We can tell we, we know which one we, 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 we're all super scientists here. Like you can't throw a rock without hitting a super scientist. We can tell whether it's sentient. The only thing is that it has a sentimental attachment to this kid. That's it. You know, he's anthropomorphized it. Like, man, it, it's, it's, it ain't real. I mean, you and know? the, like the, because on the next page is the gay question of like, would you use your mental powers to make me straight? And Emma Frost is like, you're being ridiculous. And I'm like, yes, yeah, absolutely. You were being like, yeah. those comparisons do not work at all to me. It's just a dumb yeah. robot. Um, it, it's offensive. Like, if I were a gay person reading this, I'd be like, fuck this. Yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> like, don't compare me to a goddamn robot, like, indirectly uh, to this. So she she's just fighting them. She's pulling her punches. Yes. Um, you know, and uh, we're getting, we're, uh, you know, X-23 tries to, tries to stab her. Uh, doesn't work. Everyone's just making their point. Like, I was designed as a weapon. Uh, and, and she's never just like, well, you're not a robot, not a robot. Doesn't count. Keep saying as much as you want. Uh, hazard is like, oh, I'm radioactive. You know, I don't have a choice. You're going to fix me and make me normal. Uh, also this is frustrating because the very next arc, I I kid you not is about her going and being made normal and loving it and wanting it. Super cool. It's like the first fucking thing that happens in the, the comic. It's, it's maddening. (laughs) Like, are you going to fix me, make me normal again? It, you know, and it's like, yeah, that's if, if she could do that, which she probably can because she's the Phoenix. You want that canonically. 
You really want that. Yeah, that's a thing. And you're going to go pursue it in one issue. And you could have just asked the, you know, the limitless power source that's on your doorstep right now just to, hey, can you can you just fix this like you did with most of the world? Like, can you, can world? you hook that up? It's fucked. It's it's frustrating. These characters are being fucking idiots. Uh, uh, just the uh, so Justin, as, as, as this fight is going on, Justin has jumped into the Sentinel so that he can uh, fix it faster. Uh, and the Sentinel decides to attack Emma Frost head on. And so she just completely demolishes it uh, without realizing that Justin is inside and is immediately concerned like, oh, shit, I almost killed that person. Like, I, that could be a very dangerous yeah. thing. And then there's like a giant man is there just to hand wave away some telekinetic bullshit because, oh, yeah, you're we have to have telekinetic guards we, and we just have that around now because whatever. Like this We have is, a field. He, he, he described he's like, I'm sure you could override them. But you wouldn't have known to try. Yes. Uh, this is frustrating because now that she knows it, there's a later plot point that is dependent on her not overriding them. <sighs> which you think that that like that seems like the very first thing Emma would do is like, oh, there are things getting in the way of me using my powers. Well, it's weird that I didn't notice that. But since I now I know it, let's get around that. Um, giant man pulls Justin out of the Sentinel and the Sentinel continues to go for, uh, Emma Frost. Emma Frost just demolishes it down to its component parts. Real quick. How, how much money would you give? So the scene, you know, the bottom, he's giant man has pulled Justin out of the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, he's all smoky and stuff. If I turn the page and he popped him into his mouth, (laughs) I I, (laughs) (laughs) look what you did, Emma. We just want the attack on Titans crossover that nobody nobody has ever been dreaming of. (laughs) The only thing that could make the attack on Titans giants more disturbing is if they were dressed like giant man as they were coming over those fucking walls and eating those villagers. That's it. Uh, so Sentinel again gets up and it's all made of scrap and stuff. Its skin is gone. Mm-hmm. looks like a Furby without fur, you know, uh, trying to walk up to Emma. And of course it cannot, yeah. uh, fight the Phoenix. Um, the, uh, Justin's watching it, you know, screaming, uh, telling him not to do it. Repeat your prime directive, which is not to abandon Justin, but then he overrides his own prime directive to protect Justin, which is, you know, apparently a very big deal. Protect Justin. Uh, this upsets Justin yeah. uh, as Emma Frost uh, destroys him. One of the dorkiest images in comics, the shitty little Sentinel skeleton, like flying up to Emma. Yes, absolutely agree. Uh, it's very, <laughs> very, very bad looking. Um, uh, and she, she tears it apart. And she considers this a, like, she she saves the CPU and is like, hey, like, maybe you could rebuild this body um, so that it, you know, doesn't kill mutants. And, like, you know, you probably don't think this is a good thing, but I do. See you later. Yeah. Um, and Again, the only voice of reason in the comic. And Giant Man comes in and is like, oh, shit, that robot overrode its prime directive. That's impossible. And I'm like, dude, you've time traveled. Like what, what is, what is impossible anymore? (laughs) Like the danger room gained sentience somehow. What is impossible? And like, just call it what it is. Like this was the moment that the, the, the Sentinel turned into a person. Like just say that out loud. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah. And I I suspect the reason why they're not is because they're not going to do anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like this should be a major sea change kind of moment, uh, here. Um, and, you know, he says that that's impossible for a machine. And she's like, it's impossible for a properly functioning machine. You know, this thing was beaten up and dying and stuff like that. Plausible deniability. She tries to invite X-23 back. And X-23 is like, when I see you again, I'll kill you or you'll kill me. Uh, I'd rather go anywhere than go anywhere with you. Uh, again, as if this was a horrible thing Emma did. 
Um, Emma just flies off above it all, which is good. Yeah. See you later. And it, it tur- the big twist here is that uh, Quicksilver used his super speed and the psychic scramblers to switch out the robot's heart with a fake robot heart. So the all-powerful super psychic uh, Phoenix accidentally melted the wrong thing. Yeah, because they have their training robots have you know similar hearts for some reason. Yes. Yes. Of course. <laughs> so um, does that mean that Giant Man has been looking at like Bolivar Trask's work on Sentinels and going like, well, I could do this without the killing. <laughs> I could do this. Richard Jacosta would would enjoy this, right? Um. So ten minutes later, they rebuild the Sentinel. I don't know why they said 10 minutes later. That's really fucking quick. I don't, uh, and it's like, I understand Quicksilver is doing it, but him just rearranging a Sentinel. Well, like, uh, so Sentinel's back to exactly where it started. But here, here's my thing. Where did they get the purple metal? (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't care how fast Quicksilver can run. Like there's a certain length of time it takes to turn metal purple. And like, you have to anodize that shit. shit. You have to dip it. Like you can't dip shit faster just because you can move faster. I don't believe it. No. Yeah. So fucking stupid. It's, I don't know why they said 10 minutes. It's why just, not just a day? And then, <laughs> why not a whole day? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the reason why is because Quicksilver is supposed to be like not really wanting to do this. Mm. There's a very funny th- bit here where he goes, Henry, a word. It's getting bad out there and it's going to get worse as he's running as he's away. He's running away. <laughs> 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 it's very funny. Like, it's going to get worse. Um, oh, okay. I didn't know. Uh, this is meant to uh, be the impetus that giant man uses the next day, giant man and Tigra to dissolve the Academy. Yes. They're like, this is too dangerous. Uh, you know, just because we call this place Avengers Academy, you guys are in danger. We had a Phoenix show up. It was fucked up. Go home. Yeah. And if you can't, if you can't um, go home, uh, we'll just give you a bunch of money. This when oh, I yeah, was, we'll give you enough money to start over anywhere. When I graduated, like, huh. when I graduated high school, my mom, <laughs> um, the summer after I graduated high school, I was still living at home, and my mom woke me up at like eight in the morning, and she says, "I'm leaving your stepdad. Do you want to come with me, or do you want five hundred dollars to go get an apartment?" And I was like, "Just give me the five hundred dollars." I don't, I don't know what you've got going, but I'll just, I have like, I mean, I have one bedroom worth of shit. I can get out. I can be dusted out of here tomorrow. Like, just give me the money. Yeah. Let me ride. <laughs> it's got very got big. I'm leaving mom, your dude. stepdad energy is what I'm saying. Yeah. And then they leave holding hands. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, we're just going to vibe. Uh, you know, and the, he's like, uh, they, they say, Hey, can we come back later? If the, the AVX thing happens, he's like, no, no, I think our world will be very different. And the next arc is about them uh, running into this alchemist character and learning how to get their powers back or remove their powers rather uh, and stuff. So it doesn't really fulfill on any of the promises of this issue. Like this is an irritating issue to me, but if I were a regular Avengers Academy reader, I'd be furious. Yeah. Like, (laughs) oh, you came in, destroyed this robot, rebuilt it. So it looks exactly the same. Like if you're rebuilding... If you're rebuilding yeah. the Sentinel it's just robot, it's a different design. Get, I mean, like, like hype it up, like make it a Wolverine color. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, well, why, why, like taking the Confederate flag metaphor, mm-hmm. right? If the idea is this thing has has outgrown its programming, like, you know, I I have a robot, right? I bought a KKK bot, okay, from the store. It's a little robot in a little white hood, mm-hmm. and it, it burns little miniature crosses on miniature lawns, okay. Uh, this is you, so specific i'm starting to believe it's real but go to continue please <laughs> yeah you come up and you're like that thing is a slap in the face we had to destroy the kkk bot okay i'm like hey the kkk bot has changed uh <laughs> it loves me it no longer wants to destroy robots you destroy it anyway 
why would I rebuild it as a KKK bot? Yeah, wh- like if you came back to me and you said, I've rebuilt KKK bot, it's better now. And I was like, oh, really? Let me see. And like you showed me a robot with a white hood. <laughs> it has I a would... white hood and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you do that? Gary, it's, it still has a lighter in its hand. It's like, but, t- but I took away the crosses, Jeremy. Like, I, I don't think that's yeah. enough. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's changed. I promise. I just had some sentimental attachment to its old KKK imagery. I... You know? It... <laughs> Why make it purple? It's the fucking worst. Why base it it's on the so Bob Oliver Trask designs? Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's it's the worst. It's so fucking dumb. Uh, Comics man. are a waste of time. It, I mean, like the more you read them, the more you realize, boy, are they a waste yeah. of time. Yeah, every once in a while, like I love comics, mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, every once in a while, you read something, you're like, "This is the shittiest, stupidest thing I've ever read." Oh, there's it's a so moment. Stupid. There's a moment with Cyclops coming up uh, with in the AVX main run that I I think is some <laughs> of the stupidest shit that I've ever read in my entire life. So uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to that. Hey, yeah. everybody, if you want to uh, hang out with us more, you should go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Donate to the Patreon uh, and join the Slack. You can um, also request specific games for Gary and Cole to cover, which is always very fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And you get episodes of this podcast super early, which is dope. Yeah. Uh, This is the first time we're recording after both Duck Streams, so thank you everybody who tuned in. Huge success. Thank you very much. Huge success. Uh, And the first time we recorded in the new year, so happy new year, everybody. Yeah. Happy 2022. It's not the first first time people have heard us in 2022, but it's the first time we've recorded. So, Yeah, we got really far ahead Mm -hmm. because of uh, the stream and holidays and stuff. Um, Yeah, we appreciate you. We do. Um, Yeah, and uh, until next time, take care. Bye, everybody. Bye.